looking at those different subscription platforms or membership platforms is going to help you be able to create a space and community where you can share your exclusive content and your exclusive audio files with your audience without keeping some of them from getting access to it, which sounds like a win-win to me. So that is what I actually recommend doing. Welcome to another episode of Listeners to Leads, where I'm helping podcasters launch and maintain a lead generating show. I'm your host, Alicia Galati, the CEO and head podcast strategist behind Galati Media, a full service podcast management company. On this show, you'll hear my guests and I discuss everything it takes to launch a successful podcast and keep it running. If you're ready to get leads, land speaking gigs, and create deeper connections with your audience through your podcast, then this is the show for you. Today, we are going to talk about adding a subscription model to your podcast, the do's, the don'ts, the statistics, because you guys know I love to share all of the stats with you to ensure that you are making educated decisions. Come on. All right. A couple episodes ago, you might remember we had our episode called Using Your Podcast Statistics to Make Better Decisions. And so that is what we're going to do today with this whole concept of adding a subscription model to your podcast. Should you do it or should you not do it? What are some options that you have? You might have seen a couple emails from Apple Podcasts recently where they're really, really pushing their subscription model. And as great as that is, I really don't think it's the best option. And you guys have heard me talk about this before when I talk about sharing your podcast, promoting your podcast, and the mistakes that people make when they're sharing their podcast. And that is they're usually only sharing that Apple Podcast link. And the problem with that is that your keeping the majority of your audience out of your podcast and out of your funnel and out of your content and out of your sphere. And that's a problem, right? You don't want to keep the majority of your audience. And I say majority, not lightly, it really is and can be the majority of your audience out of the space and out of your content, just because you shared one link that goes to one podcast player rather than your podcast host, which usually will give people the link of their choice. So let's look at some podcast statistics to help us make a decision around this business model that is the subscription side of your podcast and in making money and monetizing your podcast with a subscription. First of all, what is that subscription model on Apple Podcasts? What does that look like? So the breakdown of it, if you're not an Apple user, you might not know I am not an Apple user, but it's in my best interest to know what all the platforms are doing. So I've done a bit of research on it and understanding it. It's my understanding that when you go into Apple Podcasts, there are episodes that are available and you can click on them, but it tells you, hey, this is part of a subscription and you have to pay in order to get access to these exclusive episodes. Ew, gross. I don't like it. But like that automatically makes me feel like if I am already on, say, Netflix, right, or Disney Plus, and they say, without even really telling me up front, but I go to click and watch a movie that just came out, I'm just so excited, and it says, ooh, 
Ugh. Sorry. Not sorry. You have to pay an extra fee to get access to this. Well, I mean, I'm already paying a certain amount per month, or maybe it's even free. Why do I have to pay extra? Do I really care about that content enough to pay extra for it? Probably not, especially if it's a podcast. So this model doesn't really work when it comes to podcasting, especially when you're looking at the Apple podcast space specifically. If we add in the information around what are the podcast stats actually telling us? All right. So I looked at 17 different podcasts that we have access to and have worked on, and I looked at their statistics. The range in the percentage of how many people listen on which apps was pretty wide, but we looked at those top three. And the top three are Apple Podcast, Spotify, and the Buzzsprout player. All of our clients are on Buzzsprout. We like to keep them all in one spot to make it super easy for us to manage them. And also we like Buzzsprout. So there's that too. So since those three are our top ones, I divvied out, okay, we're looking at this one show. What percentage of all the episodes were listened on Apple Podcasts? What percentage of all the episodes were listened on Spotify? What percentage of all the episodes were listened on Buzzsprout? And the range of one podcast to the other in who listened on Apple Podcasts more, it was quite a range. So we had one podcast where it was as low as 33% of their audience was listening on Apple Podcasts. We had another where it was 71% of their audience that were listening on Apple Podcasts. So maybe for the one that has 71% of their listeners on Apple Podcasts, it might make sense to move their subscription model there and have exclusive content there. But it still takes away about 30% of your audience who can't access that information. So when I say that we're using our stats to determine these things and to come up with ideas on subscription-based models for your podcast, this is why I don't think that keeping your subscription model on one specific platform like Apple Podcasts, really makes a lot of sense. You're already cutting off a certain percentage of your audience, and then an even smaller amount of your audience is actually going to subscribe. So I would rather that small percentage be of the whole of my listeners rather than just the 50, 30, 70% that are already listening on Apple Podcasts. On Spotify, just to kind of give you those numbers, since I did look at them, We had a range of one podcast having 4% of their audience on Spotify and then another having 45%. And our average came to about 14% over those 17 podcasts. The Buzzsprout player, now we embed the Buzzsprout player onto our clients' websites. It keeps them on their website. We like that. We want to use that to convert people into leads. So that range was anywhere from 1%, meaning they're not embedded on their website, maybe they're a client that's not full service with us, all the way up through 35% of their listeners listening on that embedded player. Obviously, that's a range. And the average of the listeners over the 17 podcasts that were listening on the Buzzsprout player was about 8%. 
So those are our top three. So how can we make sure that we're pulling in from all of those different audiences and all of those different app users instead of only pulling from one platform? If you want to create exclusive content for your audience and have it be a subscription model, then there are plenty of other platforms that you can use. Patreon is one of them. They have audiophile sharing formats that you can use to share exclusive content and engage with your audience. Now, I feel like any type of membership subscription model is going to work great for this. Anything that has a community aspect where you can engage with your audience, you can have conversations with them, you can get ideas from them is going to be key. A subscription model like the one on Apple Podcasts is literally just giving them extra audio content, not all of the different content or really engaging with them or even getting their email address, which obviously we want that, right? So looking at things like Member Space, Podia, Member Vault, and even Patreon are going to help you make better decisions on how to pull in all of your audience and give them more. So even if you're looking at a subscription model like the one on Apple Podcasts where it is just audio, just think about this. You're already putting in work into your podcast. You're adding these extra audio elements that you're gonna have to edit, you're gonna have to produce, you're gonna have to promote. And if you're already doing all that work, wouldn't you wanna be able to share it with all of your audience instead of 50% of them? I know I would, for sure. And I feel like you're probably feeling the same way. Looking at those different subscription platforms or membership platforms is going to help you be able to create a space and community where you can share your exclusive content and your exclusive audio files with your audience without keeping some of them from getting access to it, which sounds like a win-win to me. So that is what I actually recommend doing. Now, what kinds of things can you put into that subscription model? Like I've already shared, you can put in exclusive audio, exclusive interviews. We have one client where she adds in the videos for her guest episodes. So here's the full video. You can watch the full video and it's only available here. You can create community with your audience. So engage with them and talk to them. We've talked about this on the show before, but there's this celebrity effect that happens when you engage with your podcast listeners. They feel like they know you, they know about your kids, they know about your dog, they know about all of these different things about you, and they want to get to know you more. So creating a Patreon where you have this exclusive stuff is going to help your audience feel more in tune with you, aligned with you and ensure that they're still getting that celebrity effect and like fangirling over you. Yes, we love that. What's some other stuff that you can add in there? Maybe you have office hours that your audience can get access to where they can ask you anything, or you can chat with them about your upcoming episodes. Another idea is exclusive written content. So say that you're someone who likes to create blog posts, or likes to create written long-form content for your audience, this is a great way to share that before you share it with the rest of the world. So maybe they get access to those blog posts before they go live for everyone else. Or maybe they get access to workshops 
or trainings or things like that. And so they're getting more for their membership, which probably is going to feel more aligned for you. And they feel like they're actually getting something worthwhile. I cannot tell you how many memberships I have joined and how many communities I've joined and things that I have said, hey, I'm going to try to sign up for that and let's see what happens. Most of the time, the reason why I leave is because I don't feel like what I'm paying is worth what I'm getting in return. And so ensuring that your audience is getting high quality subscription content is going to keep them around for a lot longer than if it's just, hey, here's the audio. You're welcome, right? Like these are exclusive clips. Cool. (laughs) Most people are not going to pay for that. So ensuring that they have place where they can get even more, I think is going to help you make it a more lucrative decision than if you were just to add an audio subscription model to a platform like Apple Podcasts. Now, that's not to say that there aren't platforms like this or even subscriptions on Apple Podcasts that are not really successful. The difference is that those places already have some type of model and subscription model already on the side, and they have huge audiences. So if you're not in either of those camps where you have huge audience or you already have a subscription model, then the Apple Podcast thing might not really be the best bet for you. I want to make sure that the effort you're putting in is equal to the amount that you're getting back and that your audience feels like they're getting their money's worth as well. So like the trifecta, let's hit it. All right, I hope this was helpful in helping you decide what kind of subscription model you want to have for your podcast, if you want to have one, where to potentially put it, and the types of things that you can offer within that subscription model. Don't forget to sign up for the Listener's Fleet's membership. We have exclusive trainings, and that is a space where you can get access to me answering your questions and helping you grow your show. We have co-working space. We have exclusive workshops, and you are more than welcome to join and leave whenever you want. I want it to be something that is good and beneficial for you. So come join us, listenersleads.com. You can get access to the membership over there. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your week and that this helped you make a decision on your membership or on your subscription model for your podcast. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Listeners to Leads. If you found something in this episode valuable, I would really appreciate it if you shared it with a friend who you know would also get value from it. Want to send me a message? My favorite place to hang out is Instagram. You can find me at alicia.galati. Let me know what your favorite takeaway was from the episode. And don't forget, turning those listeners into leads is actually easy.